listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Hello NRL lovers, up next on Footy Talk Saturday edition, we're going to ask Aaron Woods, what happened to Manly against the Roosters? Yeah, not good there Maroon, but I'm going to give you a little bit of a rundown of what I thought on the high shots that are happening in the game at the moment. Coming up. Hello everybody, welcome to the Saturday edition of Footy Talk on Listener. My name is Anthony Maroon. Joining me today, Manly front row forward, rugby league legend and all-round good guy, Aaron Woods. Hello old mate, how are you? I'm alright mate, I've got to just say, like for those who can't see you, um, these days I'm not sure whether we're filming these or just recording them, you've got this uh, like hoodie on. And yep. Feddingham, it looks like you did a course online and made it yourself. It's like half a sheep, isn't it? It's just... It's but you like, know what? It's, it's a Nike jumper. It's one of the greatest brands in the world. Yeah, I'm sure it's a great brand. But <laughs> Seinfeld lovers, it's it's, it's worse better, it's than, better, It's better than wearing a Holden t-shirt, your favourite car. Well, uh, mate, you're going to... Look, uh, look, the Holden t-shirt... You, it might be your favourite thing, but look, that <laughs> fair income, I don't know if you didn't... Did you get your, your little bloke Buster to make that for you at Crash? I mean... <laughs> Honestly, it's got a bit of lamb's wool. But you know what's funny, actually? Like, I had an argument with my missus the other day because she hates when I dress the kids. So I've let the kids dress me today. Okay, right. Well, <laughs> you, you couldn't tell. You couldn't tell. Anyway, look, a Seinfeld reference. Yes, we'll get out of the way earlier. Uh, who remembers Putty's man fur? It's worse than that. Anyway, mate, I look, as a dear a saying my beautiful old mother used to say, I would not wear that to the garbage man's ball. That is a fair dinkum. The lowest, if I was freezing, I wouldn't put that on. It's beautiful and warm in here. Is mate. it? I bet you it is. Oh, it does yeah, look it's, warm. it's nice and cozy too, like real like comfy and cushiony. Yeah. You're like the human seat cover. Oh, I'll yeah. carry that on. <laughs> now, <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Okay, now we go back to your game on Thursday night at the SCG. The Roosters beat Manly. Oh, that surprised me. I thought you blokes on the ladder, you had so much to play for, which yeah. you still do, and you were playing better footy going into that game. Yeah, it was a really disappointing performance from us Maroons. You know, we walked off the field and, you know, it was a really big missed opportunity. We win that game, we get a chance, an opportunity to be inside the top eight. Um, we missed the jump. You know, the, we knew the Roosters would be up for it. They were celebrating, I think it was a 10-year reunion of the 2013 mm. um, grand final when they did beat Manly. Um, so they had it all to play for. And like I said, mate, we just, we never gave ourselves an opportunity. They just out enthused us in every area of the game. It always seems to me you know, to put it in simple terms, Woodsy, it, it's like when you see a team, they're down by 12-2 or 10-2. Yep. And they let that try in just before half time. Yeah, that was probably one of the most frustrating things, you know. And the amount of ball we gave them, we thought we, we gave ourselves a really good chance. But, yeah, that just that – I think it was Daniel Tupo, was it? Or, or, or Billy I think it Smith. was Tupo. Yeah, yeah, it was that left edge right on on the stroke of half time. Just really – it just deflates you a little bit and mm. – Look, we had enough opportunities at the back end of the game. You know, we created a lot of things. Um, we kicked twice early and just got a cruel bounce. Uh, we had enough numbers around the ball, but um, a couple of times, you know, Sabi got a poor bounce, and then I think it was Ethan Bullimore and Ruben Garrick weren't sure who was going for the ball. So, um, no excuses, mate. We missed a jump. Uh, a couple of injuries in the game that really is going to hurt us back end of the season. Um, you know, Matty Lodge has been really yeah. good for us. Um, it was suspected ACL in the night, and I think the scans confirmed that it was an ACL tear. So, He's gone under the knife, hopefully, you know, start of the next week just to get himself right. Mm. But what, how does that kind of 
in the Fair Dinkum department, obviously he was playing to impress. And he was doing really well. Like yeah. He started off the game really good intent. There was obviously a lot of chat about him, you know, leaving the Roosters in those circumstances. Uh, he's got a really good relationship with Hargraves and, and obviously Lindsay Collins that they built over that time. And there was all the chat that it was, you know, who's going to, you know, fight fire? Are they, they going to fight fire with fire? And uh, the biggest thing for us all week was just to keep a level-headed on Lodgy. We didn't want him to, to lose his crap and, you know, give away cup penalties. And I thought he started off the game well, but... Yeah, just real disappointing for himself, mate. He just got his knee. It was a, it was a funny one. He sort of said that he got his stud caught in the ground and his leg just got clipped a little bit and he just felt something go straight away in his knee. So I, I, I know that, you know, Seebs and you guys were keen to look at yep. him, him long term. Does that affect that, I wonder? Oh, well, he's on train and trial this year for the back end of the year. Um, and from all reports and, you know, speaking of Seebs, they were really keen on keeping him for next year. Um Throws a spinner in the works. I'm not, I'm not sure on what they're doing behind the scenes at Manly, but you know when I suppose a bloke does have an injury where they're out for six to nine months, it does put a question mark over your head. And mm. you know he's a great mate of mine, and that was probably you know one of the things I said to him after the game. You know I know that you know you've got you, he's been probably one of our best players in the last two weeks. He's played first grade for us, but just to have that injury and just you know I said mate, I know it's. It sucks, and it's a, it's a tough point of your career, but you just got to get this surgery done and get get the right rehab, yeah. and then mm. put your best foot forward. Because you never know whether it's you know we want him to stay at Manly. As a mate, I want him to stay, but if he gets an opportunity elsewhere, he needs to be fit and firing, ready yeah. to go. Yeah, I mean, I can think of at least one club that could do with a uh, you know uh, experienced middle like Matty Lodge. Who's that? Well, I don't want to say. I just think that there's definitely well, you can't, one. You can't say you can well, think of one, but you're not let, saying. Let's just say the one that has. We've had a couple of occasions this year where, you know, their defence, you know, their forward, the defence has been like ice cream cone, mate. It's just been so brittle. There's been, there's been a few clubs. Well, there's one in particular, which I won't name. What are they coming? Um, well, they're not in the top eight, let's put it that way. <laughs> but they're not last. Okay. Mm. Now, uh, Manly, obviously, there is still belief that you can make the finals. But again, I raise the point. Now, if you would have won... Yep. You're only looking at one of those three teams on 26 to lose. and That's then you... it, yeah. Well, well, tonight they play each other. South Sydney yeah. plays the Sharks. Mm. And then there's a huge game at 3 o'clock, Maroon. It's Cowboys play the Broncos. Mm. And they're on Cowboys are on 26 points as well. So, um, But for me, the one that a lot of people aren't talking about is Newcastle. I think you look yeah. at the draw they've got home. They've got one of the, you know, one of, not, not an easy draw, but they've got a good draw that they could probably back yourself to win all games. So... They're my little smoky mate. Yeah, I, I agree, mate. I think they're uh, and they're playing good footy. They it's not are. like they're playing. Not, it's not like they're just limping in. They've beaten Melbourne two weeks ago. Like, yeah, they, they, they beat, beat Canberra. Yeah, in Can- they beat not, Canberra. Yeah. Canberra. They've beaten sides that are in the top four or chasing top four. And the same seventeen as last week today to take on uh, the Dolphins. So that's a massive help. Yeah, uh, these high shot crackdown. Wow, over the weekend, Mo Fortuaka, Nathan Brown both sent off. What did you, as a current player, make of those incidents? Let me start with let me start with Nathan Brown because you were in that game. Yeah, well, so I was on the bench on on Sunday. Oh no, Sunday on Thursday night, and I was watching the game. And um, that's something that Brownie does. He tries to inspire his team by like shooting outside in, um, putting a big hit on, and just giving a lot of energy to the boys. And you know, my first instance of watching it, I thought it was a, it was a, it was a good solid hit. Um, obviously, it was a little bit high, and you know, t- uh, Benny Turbo just reacted, give him a little bit of a push mm. and shove. Um, you watch the replay. Yeah, he does clip him high. Um, for me, I'd probably say, you know, 10, 10 in the bin at worst. Um, I didn't think it was a send-off. But, you know, listening to the language that Ashley Klein used, he come outside in with intent. 
Um, look, I don't mind. If you're going to give it a send-off, you've got to be consistent with it for the rest of the year. You can't just make it up now when we're going into semifinals with five weeks to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I tell you, Woodsy, I was happy to see Burbo, Benny. Well, mate, it wasn't he, just, he stood it wasn't, up for himself, It wasn't he? just Benny. It was really good to see Jakey yeah, come running. Yeah, I loved That's, it. I loved so, it. And it's, it's been funny, like, Jakey's been, like, the world's nicest bloke, but ever since he's had this feud with Brent Reid, like, he's just got angry and he well, just wants really, to get in. Yeah. Oh, mate, he just wants to get in and attack blokes now. Yeah, like, I mean, wouldn't you think Reedy, would you, i just like to see him go back, like, I, I don't know if you know this, but he started out writing for a truckies magazine. Oh, really? It's a true story, he'll tell you, and, I mean... Look, he wasn't the calendar man, was he? No, he wasn't the calendar uh, man, no. In the Peabody, was, Peabody couldn't do a centre spread, he couldn't fill one page. <laughs> but, um... You know, as the great Wendell Saylor would say, stay in your lane. Peabody, stay in your lane, <laughs> and tap Brent you Reed. As well. Oh, I tap you a thousand times. <laughs> Look, um, okay. The other one was Mo Fortsawaka. You know what? With Mo, I just think he is a, a repercussion of what happened to Nathan Brown. You know, it's it's if it does if Nathan Brown doesn't get sent off, Mo Fotowika probably just gets a, a ten of the bin at worst again. Um, you know, the hit by Randall before I thought was worse. It was more intent. You look at the way he sets himself and goes to whack, like he sort of plants his feet and then drives, whereas Mo's just going to put a lot of inside pressure is what we're taught. Uh, when you see a half or a spine member come in, he's just gone off the line and it's more or less just chested him. Mm. I reckon if you look at the impact, it's worse when Chan's nickel Klukstag hits his head on the ground. Uh-huh. That doesn't help mm. the, the tackle. Mm. So, um Geez, there's a lot of things we can talk about, especially, you know, the slap in that game. Come on. Yeah. How's that attendant been? Fair dinkum. Yeah, Fair dinkum departments. Uh, you know, there was a lot of hair pulling too. Wasn't Mate, yeah, but the thing is with the hair pulling, if your hair's long enough to go right on the collar, you got to expect it. Mm. You know what I mean? Because some players try to grab the back of you, like yeah, try you to grab up. you. Yeah. So I don't mind how the ref played on there. I don't want to see a penalty for that. I have the charge sheet here. Yep. Uh, first charge is against you wearing the absolute worst hoodie in the history of. Not only rugby league, but sport in what general. What I get for that? Oh, mate, you get you're barred for Triple M for ten years. <laughs> By then, I'll be long gone and probably back again. I might uh, have to ring you for a few luncheons then. <laughs> oh, no worries at all, buddy. I'm waiting for you to retire. Now, Mo Ford to work at the charge, uh, grade two careless high tackle, record first defence plea TBC one to two matches is a suspension. So you'll take the other good to play and get one. Okay, uh, Jerome Luai. This one I didn't really. I've looked at it and looked at it. See the one with Jerome Luai. I reckon. If we don't watch the replay and watch it at slow motion, there's nothing in it. Absolutely nothing in it. He's a little man on a big man. Um, you know, Solomon's gone out. Solomon doesn't even flinch. He's more filthy that he's dropped the ball. Yeah. So I can't even believe you're getting the fine for it. Uh, yeah, well, Jerome Luai, careless, a uh, grade one careless high tackle, third and subsequent offence, TBC, $3,000 fine, two matches. Jesus Christ. Mm. We'd be filthy that, wouldn't we? Mm. Oh, 3000 <laughs> He might have to sell one of his ghetto blasters. He, he, he might do the, the what is it, the Ryan Madison and take the weeks. Yeah, he might. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Brown, grade two careless high tackle, first defence, TBC, one to two matches. So you know the funny thing is both those send-offs have got one to two matches, which is if they take the early goods, please, one week, Maroon. Mm. Blokes with hip drops are getting four weeks. Yeah. And they're only some of them aren't even getting 10 in the bin. How, how does that work? Well, you're asking the wrong bloke. Yeah, true. Let's have a look at some of these games, Woodsy. Penrith 26 over the Storm 6. That's six wins in a row now for the Panthers. The other game was uh, Warriors beat the Titans 28-18. Starting with this Penrith game, they're going for a three-peat and their fourth grand final appearance in a row. Do you suggest that anyone in that top four can beat Penrith? Oh, look, mate, they are miles ahead at the moment, Maroon. I think 
for myself, probably the only team that I reckon can beat them at the moment. Obviously, we play them this week for Manly on yeah. Thursday night. So Manly give can a, beat them. We give them a great opportunity. Um, I think Broncos. Uh, just I love the, you know, they're getting Jordan Ricky back soon. Uh, Flegler's come back from injury. You've got blokes like Payne Hass. Um, they need to be on. Um, you know, you saw a game last last week when the Broncos played against the Chooks. You know, Reese Walsh had a few passes go to ground. You know, there was a couple of – it was a little bit of a slow start for the Bronx. They can't do that against the Panthers. You can't give Penrith an opportunity mm. because they are, like – they are such a good side. Like, they, they're probably the best team in this – in the NRL era. Like, they are so far ahead of everyone else. It's unbelievable. Um, and just – I just love watching them play. Like, one guy goes out, they get a new bloke. Like, Zach Hosking comes in and plays center yeah, last night. Yeah. Look, they've lost um, Isaac Tungo. They've lost Peachy. They throw a back row to play center. You know, they've lost Kickout. They've lost Chorus out. They've lost Cape Walls. Like they, they, they just bring it. It's like next man up mentality. It's so good to watch. Well, at the start of this year too, mate, after we saw them in the World Club Challenge and then those first few club games and we said, oh, you know, without Kickout and without uh, they were uh, gone. Kickout, they they yeah. But, mate, look at them. They've won their last six and they and, look unbeatable. And I know all the talks about, oh, you know, who's going to get coach of the year? Is it Kevy? Is it you know, Andrew Webster? Why doesn't Ivan get mentioned? He's won two competitions in a row. This is going for his fourth grand final. He's losing all these players, but he's consistently at the top of the ladder. You know, I remember hearing Cooper Cronk at the start of the year. If Penrith can be in sort of, say, fourth or fifth spot and then slowly after origin period and slowly work the way up, yeah. that'll be a, a good opportunity to win the comp. Mate, they're, they're, they're set first by a length. Oh, yeah, they are, mate. Look, that other game, uh, the Titans were beaten by the Warriors. For the Warriors, that was four in a row. And and Ryan Girdler makes the good point last night that forget about top four, they should be looking at top two now, the Warriors. Oh, definitely, especially, you know, with their run home. I think they don't play one side in the top eight in the next four games. Um it was a good win for the Warriors last night because last time they played against 12 men was the Sharkies last year and they got rolled. Mm. So, you know, it's, it was probably a little bit of nerves sunk in, but it just shows you how far they've come as a side. Um, Titans threw absolutely everything at them. You know, they had a great crack at them, um, but it just shows you the difference in, in the Warriors. They lose Charles Nickel-Klukstag early on in the game. Uh, they get the, you know, the, sub at full, uh, the sub fullback come in and they just do a great job. Like, they just keep working for each other. They're a side that plays for the 80 minutes now. Um, obviously, it was, a, it was a tight contest up until probably 10 minutes to go. Uh, they ran away with it. But they just do enough. And like you said, they should be aiming for the top two spot and, and a home semifinal in the top four. Let me just uh, go back to that issue there. As you were, again, as an NRL player, so 12 men were on 13. Yep. So what is obviously, I you know, obviously sometimes you see when there's a player down. Yep. You know, the player that's still got a full complement of players might go into panic and feel obligated to do more and win well, by more. Well, the thing we're in, sometimes when you get a play down, you get there's so much space and so much opportunity, and you think you've got to score for every play. Yeah. Whereas it's more about just, you know, lay your points, get a quick play of the ball, then have your shot. Like, if you can get a quick play of the ball, you're going to have at least one or two out in the play of the ball. It's going to make the line either more condensed or it's going to be a spread out line. So there's going to be opportunity everywhere. It's just about taking the right option when you get it, not overdoing your hand, not going for that big play every time. Because when you do do go for that big play, you got a chance of, of coming up with an error and then you get frustrated. It's like, why is it not coming off? Where we're a man, you know, we've got one more play than them on the field. But then that's when frustration keeps in. I think that's what happened last year against Cronulla. They had a lot of opportunities, but they just couldn't ice it. So it's really good to see how they come. And then the bloke for me last night that, that, that just looks like he's grown so much in, in 18 months, Sean Johnson. Yeah. Like he... The first couple of tries, just bang off his right foot, scores under the post. Obviously, great, great offload from DWZ, you know, on the mm. back of one of the great um, shifts. But he just controlled that game. He almost, it's like we talk about Cleary kicking him to death. He kicked him to death last night. 
Absolutely. And for the poor old Titans, mate, it's tracked back to the drawing board again. I mean, this is a side, uh, Woodsy, with Tino Fasumala, are we? Well, he didn't play last night. I know he didn't. Yeah. I know he didn't, but Tino's in that pack. David Feeder's in that pack. Mo Fortuaka's in that pack. They're all origin players. Isaac Liu is a premiership player from the Roosters. Yep. I know they've got, you know, they're missing Bo Fermor, who I think is one of the most yeah. exciting young players in the game. But whoever, well, Dez, I mean, there's no more excuses for this mob. I think Dez will be really good for them because they've lo- look at a lot of the times, like, when they win games, like, I think they beat Melbourne earlier in the year, 46-26. Mm. Like, it's like they, the old Tigers, you know, mentality of score more points than what they what the other team can score. So, and then talking to the boys at Manly, Dez is real big on his defensive systems, um, discipline, and it's something that I think will, will be really good for the for the Gold Coast Titans. And, you know, Tino Fasul Moale, he's been in good systems, you know, at, at the Melbourne Storm. He knows what it's like to win a competition, same as Kieran Foran. So I think it's going to really, you know, it's going to be a real good rolling effect from up there. And I think Dez is going to be a huge signing for him. Okay, let's take a break. It's uh, Footy Talk Saturday edition. When we return, we'll have a little bit of a preview of upcoming games. Welcome back. Super Saturday preview on Footy Talk with Aaron Woods and Maroon. Now, this uh, Broncos-Cowboys game, what a game. A rare daylight game between these two Queensland super clubs. Broncos have won seven of their last eight. Cowboys have won six of their last seven. No Adam Reynolds Broncos, no Val Holmes Cowboys. But Woodsy, put simply, Cowboys have to win. Cowboys have to win. And my heart in this game, it says I want the Broncos to win. But I just think having Adam Reynolds out is huge. Like, his kicking game uh, just puts so much pressure on Jock Madden that's going to come in. Um, Ezra Mam's going to have to step up a lot. Um, and, and going up to North Queensland in day, daylight conditions, it's going, to be, it's going to be a stinker up there. It's going to be that hot. Um, what a great game to start off, you know, the Super Saturday. Uh, we get to commentate it on, on Triple M, uh, 3 o'clock game. And just there's so much to play for. And Broncos, like you said, you know, Warriors are looking for that top two. Broncos can't let this slip because if they if they miss this opportunity, it gives the Warriors a sniff to come in and finish the, you know, second. And then from that, Brisbane will probably finish third and we'll have to go to New Zealand and play a semifinals. And that's a tough ask. So um, both teams have got so much on the line here. Um, but I just think Cowboys will have enough because they had a disappointing loss last week against the Titans. And I know Toddy Payton will have them fired up for this game. So let's assume, or let's let's just uh, scenario, Broncos beat the Cowboys. Now the Knights know they've only got to beat the Dolphins to jump in the top eight. That's that's And that's massive too. Mm. Like, that's gives you so much to play for. But you come up against the Dolphins side, coached by Wayne Bennett, you know, he just knows how to get the boys up for a huge occasion. Um, but the Knights, really consistent side. In the last six weeks, they've won so many games. You know, a lot of people probably said, yeah, they're no chance. You know, last two weeks, they've beat... Melbourne Storm at home, which no, I don't think anyone gave them a, a, a fair income chance of winning that game. And then to beat Canberra in Canberra, who are fighting for a top four competition spot, how good has Jackson Hastings been for him? Yeah, absolutely. Like, no, no one talks about him. It's just, it's like the cool, calm composure of Jackson Hastings has really opened up Ponga at fullback. Um, you know, Tyson Gamble, he's a rat bag, but he's a competitor, just always at the opposition and just makes him frustrated. And then just going out the back to, to Ponga, what a revelation going back to fullback. I tell you what was puzzling, Woodsy. We saw uh, Jackson Hastings come back into Australia and link up with the Tigers. Yep. Immediately he gets there, they knock over two big scalps, and he probably was the difference for a lot of that year for the Tigers. And then he gets shifted off to the Knights. Yeah, I think it was more uh, a salary cap thing as well. Um, 
I don't know the ins and outs of what happened there. You hear the, you know, run has running with players with Bateman, yeah, with Bateman. Mm. But the Bateman hadn't even been there yet, so they yeah. were trying to sign Bateman. There must have been something in his contract. But you haven't heard anything but good things about him up in Newcastle. Yeah. Mm. So he's been enormous up there. Um, his kicking game is is so good, and he's one of those halves. Like he's an old school half. He touches the ball more than anyone on the field, and, and probably by three times the amount. He's just always dictating where they go, gets him in the shape, and he's just such a really good organiser. And that's what the good sides have. You look at, you know, you clear easy Adam Reynolds. You need that block that's going to dictate where the team needs to go. And then you've got those superstars like, you know, your Reese Walsh's, your Kalen Pongers out the back to come up with that miracle play. So you're taking the Knights? Yes, I'll go to the Knights in that game. Now, this one, now look, Rabideau's supporters are getting lulled into a false sense of security here, Woodsy. Why like, do you keep talking your mob down? Because, mate, I don't want them to get, I don't want to get carried away with them. What do we think we're going to go to Perth and the Shark side? Do you think the Shark side's not going to have something? I mean, they're about to lose everything. They're about to get, like, they've gone from a high point. And they're going to bow out before they even get to the finals. At least last year, they got to the finals and went out the back door. Yeah, well, and there's been so much talk about the Sharks as of late. Last probably month of footy, geez, Nick Hines under some pressure, obviously, since the origin, you know, only playing that 10 minutes and getting dropped. Um, one of our good mates, our, our fellow host, Wade Graham, 250 NRL Sharks games. Never heard of him. Never. Oh, stop it. He's making you a bit of a, a fortune on the side, mate. So... Um, congratulations to Wado, one of the great blokes for rugby league. And, you know, I got to spend a lot of time playing footy with him. He's an absolute, one of the best team players you'll play with and team clubman. Um, but I just think South will be too big. Um, you know, I just think Gus Gould's come out and he's basically put Latrell Mitchell on notice. Um, whenever you poke the bear, geez, I, I'm just really looking forward to seeing the performance that Latrell does, does perform with tonight. Mm. All right, well, look, I tell you what, I, I, I sincerely believe, I take my Rabbitohs hat off, I sincerely believe this is a game anyone can win, the Rabbitohs and the Sharks in Perth. You're excited about it, aren't you? I'm excited, but I'm nervous because I think, you know, like we people keep saying the Rabbitohs have got a good, an easy run home, but they don't because this is not going to be an easy game. And next week is Newcastle in Newcastle. Jeez, that's so, huge. Yeah. So stop saying things like that. You're putting the hex on them. You look a bit excited. It's like a little bit of a... Your nipples are getting a bit harder I, there, mate. Mate, I think you're a little bit obsessed with my with my nipples. I, I <laughs> well, know, they're massive. Me, they're massive, You did send they? me a photo Yeah, I know. They are massive. <laughs> they cast a shadow down my tummy if I've got it. If you're I, in great shape. You reckon? When you sent me that photo at the yeah. Langham that time. Yeah. No, well, I, uh, I, I, you were at the Langham. I just <laughs> sent you a photo to get you excited. No, but I, what I did was I photoshopped my head onto someone else's body. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, look, I've had just about enough of you. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> let's call, let's end this one and we'll do it all again on Monday. This has been Footy Talk on Listener.